Welcome, everybody, to episode 37 of the ADB Podcasts. Sorry for the trumpets in the background. Mm, just a little bit of soothing music. We are talking about uh, a very important thing today. We usually do talk about important <laughs> things. But quite seriously, there is this narrative going around in the world, at least coming out of China, that China's beaten COVID, everything's back to normal, their GDP's on the up, and, and people are out, don't have to wear masks anymore, it's safe, it's awesome, it's great. And we're going to show you today that that is not the case. Yeah, keep in mind, guys, like there is absolutely no agenda for us to, to try to disprove that. Yeah. More power to them <laughs> if they have, in, in, in fact, done so. The problem is after living in China for over 10 years, over a mm -hmm. decade, yeah. we know that pretty much anything that comes out of the gov Chinese government's mouth is absolute bullshit, like yeah. unadulterated bullshit. Yeah. And so it just reeked of that. And then you get friends to send you videos and stuff of what's actually happening there. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's not right. That's well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of proof to, to show that isn't the case. But look, China, the, the Chinese government in China runs on the idea of face. And the image that it projects to the outside world is more important than actually what's going on within the borders of China. But before we get into that, we're going to go on to what's new. And of course, this is where we talk about what's new, specifically with regards to China. And we've got a couple of funny things for you. So we're going to start out with an advert for a white monkey job. Yes. Now, white monkey job, if you guys uh, don't know, we've covered on AV China. I've done it on my channel. Mm -hmm. Very popular videos. Go check them out. It's when you're hired for not being Chinese in China. Yeah. It's, yeah. It has nothing to do with being white. It's just that's how it started because like they originally would pick white people. Yeah. But that's just anything. If you're a foreigner in China, you get hired just for your race, mm -hmm. like do advertisements, recording. And that's because it adds credibility to sure. whichever product they're trying to advertise because there is still a foreign worship idea in China. Right. Most Chinese people I know still do not trust homegrown Chinese products. Yeah, it's more foreign worship nowadays in terms of like products. So milk, yeah. Yeah. food, that kind of stuff. Yeah, because brands, you know, the Chinese cars. brands have time and time again really let down the local Chinese populace, you know, like the, the fake vaccines and the fake milk powder, well, you know, the infant formula, which killed infants. Yeah. You get all these scandals with like old expired meat being sold and dead from and, dead pigs. Yeah. All sorts of things, which really at Actually, the end of the day, you don't want live pig meat. No, no. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it really, unfortunately <laughs> destroys the confidence of the local Chinese people in Chinese yeah, made yeah, sure. products. So, if you're selling a product and you can put a foreign face to it and get a foreign doctor or a foreign professor in on the advert to kind of um, say how good it is, all of a sudden the local populace will be like, oh, well, if this foreign professor thinks that this product is good, then it's probably okay. But if you had just a Chinese professor going on there saying this is good, they'll be like, oh, whatever, he's just being paid off. Sure. You know what I mean? But the, the irony of this is, is that these white monkeys that get these jobs are just every single time some random foreigner that somebody knew or an english mm -hmm. teacher or something we've done white monkey jobs. yeah we've done them before i knew this old guy and his only job that he used to do in shenzhen was to go and do these white monkey jobs but he'd always pretend to be like a doctor for some medicine and stuff and i thought that's pretty immoral yeah remember that guy in huizhou is pretending to be like a like a famous plastic surgeon or yeah. something i mean think about it you've got um, like this guy also did a thing for like some kind of breast enhancement thing, right? But can you imagine the, the poor young girls who watch this and they like put stock in this old, this old, you know, he had a white beard, white haired gentleman. They're like, Santa over there. Well, they're like, oh, this old foreign, wise foreigner is, well, he was pretending to be a doctor. So, you know, it's like this, this foreign doctor says that this is a safe procedure. So I'm going to trust this company. Mm. I mean, what the hell? I know. Anyway. Um, Santa tits. 
Maybe we can um, read. So yeah, this. let's just read this. So this is your typical WeChat. WeChat is like mm-hmm. the most common app, like Facebook in China. Yeah. And you'll get a lot of if you're in these groups, you'll get a lot of um, white monkey job postings. Mm-hmm. So a lot of foreigners living in China, they'll look, they'll join these groups and be like, shit, I'll make 500 kwai today or yeah. whatever, 500 RMB to go do some stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Usually it's to go like uh, maybe a car dealership open or they're gonna pretend to play the guitar or something like yeah. that. This one, it says, a white businessman, uh, 50 to 60 years old needed, Beijing-based only. One day of shooting on the 27th to 28th, promotion video of media. Image use in one belt one on one country. She means, she means one belt, one road. Yes. Yidai Lu. So that's yeah. China's uh, current colonial expansionism. Yeah, exactly. Throughout the world. And they show the example of um, none other than Mike, Mike Pence. Pence. Yeah, so you, <laughs> if you kind of look like this, yes. this is what we're looking for. Um, right. Like I said, they do pay a lot. I remember when I did that cognac advert where I was just like wearing a pirate shirt. And it's just this ridiculous thing. Yeah, they paid me like 400 RMB an hour, which is what? like. Yeah, my sunglasses are 600. That was $100. Yeah, yeah. yeah Yours exactly. is 80 bucks, yeah. Yeah, that was a long time long ago. Long time ago, though. that. Yeah. yeah, I remember. So for like whatever day, I did a couple of hours, I earned like 1,800 RMB right. in a day, right. which is a lot right. when you're living in China as like a, English teacher sure. type thing. So it's lucrative. But anyway, yeah, that's what they want. A white businessman, 50 to 60 years old. That looks like Mike Pence. Yes. wonder exactly. if they could actually just pull some strings and get Mike Pence. Yeah, why didn't they just ask Mike Pence to yeah. come and do this? I'm sure he'll love to do a white monkey job in China. I just, I, the funniest thing about this to me before we move yeah. on was that using Mike Pence as an example for the One Belt, One Road initiative. <laughs> no, like, It's literally so opposed. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, kind of important. Okay. This Indeed. actually happened, this happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, something happened. I can't remember what the details were, but on Reddit China, I think mm. it was Reddit China, I got blocked for yeah. for posting something that was against whatever. Kind of similar to this. So what do we have here? Well, we have there's there's a very popular picture of an that an artist made of Donald Trump, and they've changed his face to look like the the virus, the COVID nineteen. Sure. Well, virus. the original one is Xi Jinping. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a Donald Trump one. Yeah. And there's a Xi Jinping one. Mm-hmm. Okay, but listen, what's uh, what happened here is, look at the difference in the upvotes, right? Somebody posted the Donald Trump one, and it had like how many upvotes? Like fifty-one thousand. Fifty-one thousand upvotes, right? Sure. And it's still there. Sure. Somebody posted fine. the Xi Jinping one, and it got how many upvotes? Eight thousand. Eight thousand. Sorry, I'm not reading this sure. properly. Eight thousand <laughs> upvotes, and then the person who posted it was banned. Yes. Oh well, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. There is speculation that because Tencent, which is a Chinese company, owns a part of Reddit, they Mm. have uh, say in the moderation. Mm. I mean, you do see this. There was, uh, there's a lot of groups that used to meme on China. Yeah. And they got banned, Mm. like just for for memeing on China and stuff. You remember those groups. Yeah, yeah, CCJ and stuff. Yeah, shall not be named because they're banned now. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So there Mm. there were like these kind of meme groups that would, there were disgruntled expats that would blow off some steam about living in China. Because let's be honest, living in China can be tough sometimes. It can be, absolutely. Yet you have, they they were banned, right? Mm. Yet you have groups called like Reddit Sino, like S-I-N-O. Reddit Sino, Sino, however you want to pronounce it, that is like literally like a North Korean propaganda for China made mm. made by Westerners. It's crazy. It's vicious. Mm. You'll get banned for posting anything 
yeah. that questions CCP rhetoric, but it's yeah. run by Westerners, right? It's crazy. But you also have Asian identity. You have Asian identity like and all these things. like Asian supremacist that stuff. Call, that mm-hmm. call for, you know, violence and mm-hmm. things like this. It's t- totally okay in those groups, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you criticize China, and we've seen this time and time again, then it is not allowed. Well, I think it's also a result of the very successful soft power propaganda that China's been pushing. And they've been pushing this for a long time. Oh, um, if you say anything bad against China, it's racist or against the policies of the CCP, it's racist. Mm. And so I feel like a big, you know, Silicon Valley corporation, if they see a picture of Xi Jinping as a virus, they're going to be like, oh, no, we better block that. Otherwise, people will accuse us of being racist. It's so offensive to, to Asian people in general to let Xi Jinping to let him represent everyone. I know. Because that's what that means, right? (laughs) But also, China's been very successful in um, promoting this idea that the the COVID-19 virus is a foreign problem and not a Chinese problem, right? And the rest of the world's been gobbling it up. Now, whenever you hear anything about COVID, it's always Trump's fault for some reason, you know, uh, his mishandling of the virus. And people seem to have forgotten the fact that the virus came from China and because of the CCP's bad actions spread to the rest of the world. You know, that's the worst part is that it could have been contained, but all the deaths and all the fallout around the world actually can be traced back to the the CCP's bad handling of the pandemic in the beginning. But now everybody somehow thinks, oh, it's not China's problem anymore. It's Trump's problem. You know what? You got to you got to forget that whole narrative. You have to actually see it for what it is. And, you know, open your eyes, take the wool from your eyes, look clearly at what this is all about. I highly recommend you watch my video from yesterday. It's mm. literally what I talked about. Yeah. How the CCP has managed to make the phrase anti-China mm-hmm. equated with everything around criticism around the Communist Party yeah. of China. But, I mean, this is, again, a very good um, example of how our Western media, I say our, our I say our because I'm trying to, I'm trying to use the same yeah. rhetoric. Yeah. Our Western media um, is being used uh, successfully by the Chinese Communist Party and by uh, the Chinese nationalists to shape the narrative abroad. You know, And this is just a, a perfect example. It's not only on, um, on Reddit, but Twitter and other mm-hmm. places like that. Uh, they basically will continue to push an anti-Western narrative, right. uh, specifically like an anti-Trump thing. It's just everywhere you look at. I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of hearing the word Trump. It's just right. everywhere. But at the same time, they will censor any really bad news about China. And when anything that puts China in a bad light, suddenly, you know, the, the whole of the Chinese, you know, I don't know, zeitgeist something, is something I against on, it. touched yeah. on yesterday is that, mm-hmm. like, there's so many people focused on this Biden-Trump thing. Like, yeah. I hope you guys come to us, not for that, but to, yeah. to learn about China and what the Chinese government's doing. Sure. Because that's what we're focused on. You got to understand that we're not focusing on that. And I know your minds might be going there at this yeah. moment. Yeah. But there's a much bigger thing on the table, and it's it's not partisan. It's yeah. not you can remove the Biden Trump thing from this conversation. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, uh, anyway just just yeah. thought that this is a good example of yeah, yeah. how the Western media is being uh, manipulated into pushing this China did nothing right. wrong right. kind of narrative. You know what I mean? Sure. Cool. What else do we have in our what's new today? I, we we're, we're chock full of material today. Yeah, it's quite a busy one. Ah, <clears throat> China is warning everyone. Well. They're using the old, the time, time tested, true phrase called "pay the price." They pay love the price. saying this. Sweden's gonna pay the price this time. Uh, first, they were gonna pay the price because they didn't allow those that Chinese family, family to, to check in early at all. Well, hotel. no, no, no. They didn't allow them to squat in the lobby for a free. <laughs> 
day and night right before their check-in time yes yeah and that um, became an international diplomatic issue this is keeling yeah, yeah. you probably remember that yeah that's a meme now yeah it is um, now they're going to pay the price because they decided to ban uh zte and huawei from huawei. their 5G, 5g networks plans, yeah. which a lot of the world is doing yes um, it's, a very, good idea. it's yes, a very good idea it's a very good idea to do so um and they're going to pay the price for it. Uh, yeah. Canada is going to pay the price because they're lying about the Uyghur genocide. Canada finally went on record and said uh, they declared what's happening in Xinjiang with the Uyghurs mm-hmm. yeah. a genocide. Yes. And they said they're surmounting evidence versus Potemkin Village stuff that the U.S. was basically allowed to see into the investigation. Yes, yes. We are going to side with the U.S. We're going to side with these insurmountable evidence that we that we keep getting that this yeah. is happening. And that's going to lead to some serious stuff. And you actually see it. There's counter propaganda everywhere. Sure. When I'm on TikTok, you wouldn't believe how many new TikTok accounts have been started. Mm-hmm. Literally with the explicit purpose about like all oh, these Uyghur lies. This is not happening. Look how happy they are. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. thousands of these accounts. Yeah, yeah. And it's because they know what happens. When it becomes a human rights issue, mm-hmm. then sanctions usually follow. Sure. Right? When these discussions happen. And th- it's a necessary thing. Mm-hmm. They've, they're paying people. They have like Western mouthpieces going out there just saying the most despicable things trying to cover up this weaker genocide sure, sure, thing. Sure. Um, it's absolutely insane. Let's not forget that uh, China also, like what, a week or two ago, the ambassador in China warned Canada not to allow any uh, Hong Kong refugees yeah. to get uh, to, to come to Canada. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party, they always say... Um, we never in interfere in internal uh, affairs of no, other countries, yeah, no. and then other countries shouldn't interfere in no, our. No, they they always say don't don't interfere yeah. with our domestic issues. Right. They always de- interfering with other people's domestic. You're issues. not allowed to take in Hong Kong refugees. Yeah. Um, so if someone applies for asylum in Canada because they feel like they're being threatened under the new security laws and whatnot right. by the CCP, uh, Canada apparently has been warned that they're not allowed to help any mm-hmm. Hong Kong people, otherwise they will face consequences and pay well, the price pay the price <laughs> and the the ambassador even said that the safety and security of the 300,000 uh, Canadians living in Hong Kong may be at stake so when the west <laughs> let's just use the west yeah yeah when the west offers an olive branch to people that feel threatened under this draconian archaic unbelievably oppressive government yeah. they say here you can come to our country mm. we'll give you asylum not as, a, not as an F you to China. It's just mm. here's a place in case you don't feel safe because sure. we have the same values, mm. right, as Hong Kong people. Right. China goes, you know what? You better be careful if you take these freedom-loving people mm-hmm. that protested against an authoritarian dictatorship because what we're going to do is we're going to F up your citizens. Yeah, exactly. If you, what is this? If you help them gain freedom, we will take the freedom away from, from your citizens. From your citizens. Now, this has actually seen a little bit of backlash. There's been sure. a radio host and, a, and a, a couple of other people in Canada who have said that they want that diplomat expelled from Canada. Yeah, yeah. They're like, listen, this is, non, this is not correct. This is not professional diplomatic behavior. You cannot threaten, you know, all Canadian citizens just because we want to what help people to rights. What country does that? What country does that? Yeah. Threaten. I'm going to take away, I'm going to punish your free citizens yeah. if they're in Hong Kong or China because I don't like what you just did. Well, let me tell you this. Canada, as far as I'm concerned, from what I've observed my entire life, has been the most sort of liberal, um, happy-go-lucky, compassionate, let's help the world, you know, um, never did anything wrong kind of a country, right? And they take a lot of crap, right? That sure. You can basically 
beat up a Canadian and he'll thank you and pay you money and give you a place to stay. That's my vision of what Canada has been like. Obviously, I'm exaggerating and cool. don't, would, you know. Obviously. But, you know, the thing is, for for Canadians to now start pushing back means that they've been it's a big deal. super, it's a big super, deal. super hard. And honestly, the ambassador to Canada, the Chinese ambassador going out and saying that kind of crap is ridiculous. If any other country said that to China, they said, if they say to China, if you don't stop destroying our fishing stocks on the you know off the coast of our country we will i mean all the security of your millions of chinese citizens that are in our country could be at risk it would be a, an act of war it's, it is an act of war you know like you china would china would go ape yes you know what i mean but no it's okay china can threaten all they want so what we're trying to show you here is that this turd warrior what what is it wolf wanker wolf wanker is wolf, our new yeah. a new one you can add that on yeah yeah, yeah. wolf wanker turd warrior diplomacy that they have is just disgusting. I'm so sick and it's tired childish. of it. It's ridiculous. Why is it that China's always threatening everyone all the time? Isn't it about time we said, you know, if you threaten us again, you're going to get a bloody nose. You know what I mean? That's what really should be done. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, like, well, the thing is, this mm-hmm. is actually like catching on. Yeah. So Canada did it. Now the UK is looking at calling, officially calling it a, a genocide, which in turn create sanctions for china yeah. this is china's worst nightmare they don't want yeah. sanctions yeah. the thing is like you know how, like everyone's pushing for the decoupling from china just to teach the chinese government a lesson yeah right because it's it needs to be done yeah. for human rights issues right yeah. yeah why do you think china doesn't want to decouple <laughs> well there goes your consumer base yes right so absolutely. they don't want sanctions they don't want all these things mm-hmm. to happen i understand that then stop genociding people yeah that's, that's the real lesson yeah. right the, the Chinese government, the CCP, needs a lesson in humility because if they would just own up to some of their bad actions, right. if they were to actually just say sorry for the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and just say, look, we messed up, we screwed up, mm. the world would give them a free pass. They'd be like, okay, we understand. Let's fight this together. But the fact that they keep pointing fingers elsewhere, yeah. oh, it, ha- it comes from Italy. No, no, because it comes from the Because it's an evil US. regime. It's an yeah. evil regime. Yeah. It's a corrupt evil regime. They can never apologize. No. Like I said in my last video, China has never once apologized for any of the bad actions the CCP has done in the past, including, you know, murdering 30, 40 million of their own people through their stupid campaigns. Well, because there goes their legitimacy. Yeah, absolutely. All the things that they've done in the past and are continuing to do today, not once has China ever apologized or even acknowledged that it's bad. You know, whenever you bring up the Tiananmen Square thing with someone or if you bring up the starvation and all the crap that happened under Mao Zedong, they're always like, oh, yeah, I mean, it was bad. But, you know, if that didn't happen, we wouldn't have the new China. Yeah, it's like a necessary evil. It's absolute nonsense. Anyway, we should probably move on. Anyway, let's do some super chats. It's Um, super chat time. Cool. Mm -hmm. Amen K, Seamilk, say this word, gaming term. I'm too too scared to say it. What is it? This, This. Anyway, uh, I don't know what that means. No, it's. I think I think it's like a it's progressive rockers, maybe. Progressive rockers. Yeah. Nice. Uh, case closed. Ninety three. Your interview with Miss Park um, reminded me more of the book and movie nineteen eighty four down to the three tier caste system. Yeah, very much mm-hmm. so. I interviewed a North Korean. Um, yeah. Defector. She was very cool. Check her out. Yeah, you and me, Park. That you was a Park. very good interview. Actually. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sick lid. Hey guys, please kiss and make up. Oh, you're probably <laughs> talking about our fight video. <laughs> That's that's ridiculous. I, we that's, just loved yeah. reading the comments. It was mm. quite hilarious. It actually happened quite a long time ago. And it was, you know, you have to understand when we do our ADV China videos, we go out, we ride, you know, when we travel. So yeah. we, we were in Vietnam during the time and we'd been riding for about eight hours. Um, right. And we record a whole ton of 
episodes on a single ride. So we probably recorded six to eight episodes right. on that ride. And it was right near the end of the day. And you get to a point where the traffic and everything gets to you. And so, yeah, you know, you get a little snappy. Sure. No, I get it. I, get yeah. it. I just love the people like that were trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> no, point. don't worry about it. Like straight yeah, afterwards, we're all good. Joke. I mean, the fight wasn't a joke, but yeah. we're, it's just a little tip. It's just stupid. And we had a couple beers later. Everything's yeah. fine. Jonathan Case, uh, your episodes about cheap Chinese fake products remind me of my time in Afghanistan with the army. The locals would sell us everything from fake headphones to clippers that all look like iPhones, all Chinese. Yeah, the, uh, Afghanistan shares a border with China, and a lot in Pakistan, Afghanistan, all these these uh, products flood right. those markets because that's mm -hmm. they're cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. So I get it. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'll do one more. Okay. Uh, Wooten eight four one. Good job, guys. Thanks for your hard work. Hit me up when heading for the Czech Republic in Germany. We will. I'll get you sorted. Thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, anytime. I, bla I blame she, video author. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool. Let's go on to our main topic, which, of course, is a soft power hour, where we talk about, you know, how China's changing her mind through its little funny little ways that it does. Now it's not but, dastardly. It's funny little ways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dastardly little ways. <laughs> um, okay. Now, actually, before we get onto our main topic, one thing that we uh, failed to mention when we were talking about all the threats mm -hmm. That China's been putting out to all these nations. Oh right, BTS. Yeah. Can you explain this because this is more your your age. You know, you're more into the the, the boy band thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just so I don't piss off the K-pop <laughs> army, I'll just agree with you there. Okay. Now I'm just saying, now, like, in my unfailing yeah. vast knowledge of <laughs> Korean boy bands. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I. I heard the name BTS, but they didn't know what it was before we researched this topic. Sure, okay. All I knew is that it was a K-pop band. Now we can put a name to a face. Mm. This is BTS. We're yeah. not. I'm sorry, we're part that. of the BTS mm. army mm. to show our solidarity <laughs> and support because of what happened. Yeah. Which is the leader. Uh, which one is the leader? I think he's the purple hair guy. They have different color hair in every picture I no, see. No, it's the purple so. hair guy. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I think it's the guy. Sorry, sorry. I think okay. it's the guy above him. Yeah. Uh, R, what was it? RS? RM? RM. RM. Yeah. RM, the leader of BTS. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Let's just get this off our chest. Yeah. We were surprised that boy bands were still a thing past the 90s. Yeah. But that's, because, like, yeah. I grew up in the 90s. And that's that was why I'm like, saying, yeah. like, you know, but Backstreet like Boys. Huge, but insane. it's still a big thing. Right. And they, they've, they're even popular in America. Yeah, I know they're huge. It's they're like, huge. It's a juggernaut, right? It's a juggernaut. Anyway, mm. they've become embroiled in some serious stuff because they uh, there was some sort of meeting with, about U.S. relations with South Korea. And let's be honest, they're very tight. Well, tight no, they, they accepted an award. They accepted they? an award, yeah. Okay. But it, it now, celebrates. So they're, they're in America. They're on stage. They're accepting an award. But the award is was celebrating a, a South Korean-U.S. relations. Yes. So what they said was in solidarity of our brothers that died in the war. So we know... Yeah. South Korea fought North Korea. The mm -hmm. communist part fought the American-backed part. Let me ask you this. Who, who started that war? North Korea started the war. North Korea started that so, war. So, with backing from the Soviet Union yeah. and China. So, yeah. the problem is, like they said, they're from South Korea, by the way. Yeah, obviously. South, South <laughs> this is not a North Korean boy. You'll get executed in North Korea if you have purple hair. Yeah, let's be honest. You actually will. No, you will. There's yeah. a mandated list of haircuts yeah. you can have. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, the South Korean boy band said, we under we appreciate the solidarity between our soldiers in South Korea and the American soldiers that fought together, because they did, yeah. and laid down their lives. Yes. Now, China went ape. Yeah. And Chinese fans of BTS went ape. Um, a lot of them didn't care, but uh, the ones that were outspoken went ape shit. Mm. And the Chinese government also promoted this I kind feel of like, veracity. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like the majority of the BTS fans 
wouldn't care about this. No, I feel no, like no, it was no. stoked by it the was Chinese stoked. government. It was I stoked. feel like the Chinese government made an issue out of this. Exactly. So skip to the next picture. I'll mm -hmm. explain why this was so. Mm -hmm. uh, this was so such a big deal. So this is like a 70 year anniversary of the the Korean War. Now that. Mm -hmm. What they call it in China is the resistance against the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, aggression in Korea, basically, yeah. right? So China, a little history lesson, Chairman Mao, you can see him in that photo there. Yeah, he's the first. Chairman first Mao one. took millions of Chinese soldiers and fed them into a, a proverbial meat grinder. Yeah. Under-equipped. A lot of them froze to death. Yeah. Some of them didn't have shoes. A lot of them didn't have guns. They were holding sticks, basically, mm -hmm. just to make it look like they were armed. Right. Because Mao famously said that I can sacrifice a good chunk of my country. We have sure. lots of people. As long as, like, in the future, China gets better, yeah. millions of Chinese people can die. Sure. To him, Chinese people or animals are fodder. Yeah. That's why he let so many people die, right? Right. So in the Korean War, mm -hmm. he obviously backed the communist side. It was North yes. Korea, Soviet Union, and China, these satellite mm -hmm. states that wanted a, a communist border country more or less yeah. or a vassal state yeah and obviously bts being from south korea is not going to be congratulating north korea no. and china no on the anniversary of this war so skip to the tweet next uh or maybe a weibo yeah and this is i want to explain some psychological rhetoric here so mm -hmm. this says this is a chinese commenter right it says can you even call this insulting china so they're saying, like, it's much worse than insulting China. Yeah, it's China. not just insulting China. Isn't this anti-China? South Korea and America have become the sacrificial heroes, while China, who fought with North Korea, has become the invaders. Now, let me explain the psychology mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. In China, the people are taught, and I understand because they're on the other side of the war, but they're yeah. taught that America and South Korea were the enemies. Yes. And they helped their North Korean brothers fight against these evil forces, right? Right. But they can't even think about it from the other side. So I can understand the Chinese side. Yes. Okay, our commie brothers like fought with us or whatever, mm -hmm. even though like Mao sacrificed our entire nation. Sure, sure. I can understand that perspective because you're taught that way. Yes. You fought on that side of the war. Of course, that's how it's going to be in like a one-party yeah. state in the yeah. education system. Mm -hmm. But the, the psychology behind this is funny because they can't understand how a South Korean or an American person would see it from that perspective. Sure. Like, what do you mean we're, we were the invaders? Sure, sure. What are you talking about? And they can't even look at... They know South Korea is a rich, developed democracy. Yeah. They know North Korea is a horrible, despot, like, horrendous, awful place. Yeah. They, Chinese people know this. not a secret. No. Yet they still can't understand why North Korea and China would be the, the, the enemies in this it, scenario. It basically boils down to, once again, nobody is allowed to have an opinion that goes against the official narrative of the Communist Party of China. And it can never be accepted. Here comes the ice cream truck, guys. Yeah. Get your echolocators on and figure out, like, go and track all the ice cream trucks that are currently working all around the country. We've had people yeah. that were actually sending us concerned emails that said that it's, a, like, purposefully trying to thwart our podcast and, like, spy on us. Okay, well, either way. <laughs> what I was try trying to say earlier is... In China, you're not allowed to question the narrative of the CCP. And anyone who goes yes. against it is immediately an enemy. Sure. Okay, so according to the CCP narrative, um, they fought with North Korea and fought back the evil, you know, Western forces and uh, all that kind of stuff. Right. That kind of thing, right? So when your favorite band all of a sudden is taking the other side, has a different idea. Well, because that's where they're just, from. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just can't handle it. Sure. Right? sure. Just can't handle it because it's not the truth. 
the truth the that truth, they've been right? told. It's exactly. Yeah, that's but it's, why it's fascinating to mm. think about. Yeah, because it's like you can't even think about the other perspective. No, it's impossible because it's just not right. It's not right. That's why you know I I get so much flack on my videos every time I make a video because I tell what I see as the truth uh, from my own personal experiences. Sure. But if that goes against the official CCP narrative, I get these massive amounts of attacks from these people who take it like as a personal insult. Like, how dare you? How right. dare you say that? Because that's not the way I was taught it was in school. Right. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. So this is the reasoning behind all this backlash. But it's gotten so far that they're trying to, well, they're threatening to boycott BTS with everything. You've got the, what, that big... Samsung and Fila yeah. removed their merch. This was really, well, Samsung and Fila actually right. um, betrayed their own countries by removing BTS off their websites and stuff. Because right. they were a worried. Korean Yes. Company. Samsung... Is a Korean, so is Fila, right? I think. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Sure. Whatever. But they betrayed their own country of South Korea by removing all BTS stuff off of their website because they didn't want to anger the Chinese. Fila. Yeah, you know. South Korea bought Fila. Yeah, they bought Fila. from Italy. Yeah. That's um, right. Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, so they betrayed their own country because, like, Samsung mm. probably has gone to mm. memorials or something like this for the Korean War to support South Korean stuff. Yeah, but then now they're so embroiled and entrenched in the Chinese market that yeah. it's it's more important. I'm interested to see what they what BTS does after this. Yeah, we're we're a BTS army now because we feel we understand what they're going <laughs> yeah. through. It's yeah. unbelievable what kind of bullshit you have to put up with. It's so petty that even one of China's biggest logistic companies has now sworn that they will not deliver any BTS merchandise yeah. or anything to do with BTS anymore around the country. They're just, right. we're going to be patriotic. What kind of nonsense, childish they, crap is this that we have to deal with? Any Korea is, Korea, like Japan gets a lot of shit, like the mm. most shit from China. Yeah. Not recently. Yeah. Uh, there's fairly normalized relations, but like Korea, they just have to like do one little thing in China will go ape shit and they'll like shut down all those, what are those the latte, shops, the latte, latte shops yeah, yeah. and stuff. That was because the THAAD, you know, the, yeah, the, the, the missile, missile defense thing. When that got they made put in, raps. The CCP dude, made raps about the THAAD Dude, they, they destroyed all of those Korean yeah. shops. They yeah. just literally went around smashing them up. Uh, you know, I was there at the time, and it was just appalling. Remember right. they, remember that video of the guy? They took all the Korean alcohol and they had it on the street, and they were yeah. driving on the bulldozer, and they were like a patriotic with flags, right. and that guy fell off into all the broken glass. <laughs> you know what's funny yeah. is that in all these shops too, they're mm. hiring Chinese people. Yeah, and a, a lot of that stuff, yeah. even that the a lot of the soju was made in, made China. in China. <laughs> it's oh, it's it's dumb. It's like when they go smash up sushi, you know, restaurants, yeah. and it's. Owned by Chinese people, run by Chinese people. Yeah, when, when Japan is the yeah, flavor of the exactly. weak-hated country. Anyway, so we thought we'd just bring that in because that's, that's relevant. But now yeah. we're going to move on to our main topic. Yes. Okay. Like we said in the beginning of this uh, podcast, everybody somehow thinks that China's over COVID and that everything's great. Okay, in fact, this is from what the... Wall Street Journal? Yeah, I mean, there was a I, there was a, multiple sources I could choose from. I just picked yeah. this one. Mm -hmm. This is Wall Street Journal, which I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Wall Street Journal has gone like full-on CCP mode these days. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I think I think the, the a huge amount of, uh, I, I would like to say, left-leaning um, media mm. would rather side with a dictatorship or something than... Sure. Then side with the uh, the freedom of democracy. It's crazy. Sure. Yeah, from I an ideological. Yeah, thing. I just just it's it boggles my mind. You know? Honestly, I think it's literally about mm. like it's about the whole partisan thing right now. Mm. It's around election time. Yeah. The thing is, like the whole China issue is is a bipartisan issue. So I it don't is. understand why these these 
just you know what can i say mm-hmm. stop watching mainstream media yeah, it's, it's just trash it is trash anyway so this says mass testing china doubles down on its COVID 19 control plan now here's the thing remember china's supposed to have defeated COVID. it's all over eh? but every once in a while little little patches of COVID pitch up now here yeah. in Dalian, there was like five people, apparently. Six, man. Was it five six? or six. Five yeah. or six. So, oh, all of a sudden, five six, or six yeah. people have COVID. Now, you have to understand that this must have been quite significant for it to have made the news. There must have been somebody who was sick in public yeah. or that they just couldn't hide it away. It's sure. not like some old person went to a hospital and died quietly on a bed that they could just hush it up, you know? Right. Because that's what happens in China. And anyone who says different is, is moronic. All right. It's very simple. It's about the blame game. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're a doctor, and I've said this before, or you're a nurse. Someone comes into your clinic who has this disease. Okay. You report it to your um, your head. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the person above you. Now they have this insurmountable task of somehow going to the local uh, head of the medical area thing, or go yeah. to like a government official to say. We have a case of COVID. Now, right. China is blasting this thing out to the rest of the world. We're fine. We've defeated COVID. There's no more COVID. Not a single case. We're all good. You don't want to be that one to go up against that face, nope. that message that China's been putting out. So you would rather make excuses for it or hide it, write it down as, an, oh, it's just pneumonia. It's because we, we've explained how the power ladder works in China. Mm. It's not a system of checks and balances that you might be used to in your country. Yes. It is a country of accountability, yes. and everyone will blame the next person. It's a very, very, like, society in general in China is based on yeah, this. it is. Because of the Communist Party of China. But this guy is not going to tell this guy that he has COVID cases in his bureau or town or village. And that guy's not going to do it. And that guy's not going to do it. So like you said, it has to have been leaked. Yes. Or or it has to have been very, it it must have been very public. Very public. That they couldn't escape from it, right? Sure. And I mean, you have to understand that that these local level clinics or whatever little government pockets just like Wuhan in the beginning of this, sure. they will they will just wait for it to kind of blow over. They're going right. to hide it, hide right. it until it disappears. So the, the people either get better right. or they die of it. It's one right. of the two, but they're just going to hush it up. Sure. And then, you know, on the medical thing, they will tell them it's something else. It works the same on every level in China. Like when my, um, what would you call him? An uncle-in-law. I guess you could call him an uncle-in-law. Sure. You know, tobacco uncle. Yeah. When he got, uh, you know, lung cancer, lung cancer um, they wrote down that he had a bad case of the flu, mm-hmm. you know, because the, the family didn't want him to know he had cancer. And he freaking carried on thinking he just had a bad flu until he died of cancer because they never told him he had cancer. You know, that's just, it's a part of Chinese society that is unbelievable to most people unless you've lived there and are a part of it and understand it, right? Sure. So anyway, these five cases of COVID reappeared. And of course, they said it was like, foreigners bought it in you know yeah. it's like the whole idea but you have to understand that we have this massive national day holiday where millions and millions and millions of people are traveling around uh china so of course it's going to spread sure you know of course so, like yeah so what happened was they find out you've got these five cases so now they think this is a great opportunity for us to pull our propaganda again let's show the rest of the world that we're going to test all nine million residents or whatever it is in dalian um no, it was a Qing, sorry, Qingdao. I keep confusing the two. Sorry. Yeah. All 9 million uh, residents of Qingdao. Uh, we're going to do it in like a couple days and it's going to be amazing. We can show the world just how efficient we are and just how good we are at doing this. And it worked. Look at all these Wall Street articles, Wall Street journals. Like, and, yeah. It's like know. America's still sick. Yeah. I understand. Like we have a massive issue here in yeah. the US. But the thing is like 
That's not what we're talking about. No, we're talking about what's happening. So again, just like GDP numbers, just like Wenming culture, like civilized day when they shut down everything for that hour that the official rules serve, just like when they crack down on prostitution for three hours on one day every for three months, True. just like when they say that they've defeated all drugs, even though there's millions of heroin addicts yeah. and stuff yeah. along the border regions. Just like when they say there are no homeless people. Just like when there's no homeless people, when you can literally walk around and see homeless people everywhere yeah. until they decide, oh, it's cleanup day because there's an official. Let's just bust them all out of the yeah, city. Exactly. Just like when they say, oh, people don't eat dog. Just like when people don't eat dog. But in every single, literally every single city in China, there are multiple dog, re- dog meat restaurants. <laughs> Yeah. literally just search for go rogue yen <laughs> yeah. in chinese on baidu maps in their yeah. in every city exactly. just like when all of these lies come we it's kind of like boy who cried wolf for us we've yeah. actually lived there yeah so we get a little bit not cocky but we, we're used to this we're yeah. like oh just china lying again yeah. it's just how china works it's yeah. a it's a nation it's a government of lies That's it's right. a government of yeah. if hypocrisy and lies and it's all about meeting those quotas yeah the same government that had chairman mao in power that had his quotas that starved everyone and yeah. killed the sparrows and did all this stuff yeah is the same government today. And those quotas, those five-year plans, those haven't changed. So what you're seeing here is another bullshit, massive, huge, sweeping world record of how awesome we are, right? Now we know when you see this, you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Because let me just tell you about, tell me, tell you something real quick. Yeah. There's a, a guy in, from Taiwan, and a lot of people are confused about this. A lot of Taiwanese people live in China because they do business yes, there. Yes, they do. Yeah. He was in Jiangsu province in mainland China mm-hmm. for one year, mm-hmm. okay? In a, an area that was declared COVID-free, so the mask rules were lax. Right now, the mask rules are very lax in a lot of parts of China. Yeah. Um, you don't have to wear them, or in a lot of places, you don't have sure. to wear them properly or whatever. Yeah. You have to have yeah. one with you, maybe. Sure. He was in an area that was completely COVID-free, yeah. right? Yeah. Tested negative. Yeah. Then goes back home. So he mm-hmm. goes back to Taiwan. He's like, time to go home. Taiwan's very strict. Incredibly strict. They're, they test immediately as mm-hmm. soon as you land and mm-hmm. of course he's a taiwan citizen so he's allowed to go to his home country right sure. taiwan's not letting anyone else yeah in. it's letting citizens yeah so he goes home goes through customs and he tests immediately tests positive tests for positive, coronavirus yeah. for yeah. covid19 and he's like wait a minute this doesn't make sense and not only that maybe you can talk about the uh the the south korea visitors yeah again south koreans who came back from china to south korea three of them i believe tested positive for coronavirus and they were supposed to have tested negative before they left China. We have to also remember that a huge amount of those tests, remember the, the COVID tests That's that, what I was gonna that, that China into. sent out to, you know, like... So I got a quote here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says, um, I can't find I'm not going to dig around. Yeah. It's basically said, it was from a medical professional and said, yeah. those tests that we got from China, we don't use those. Those are garbage and they don't work. These are the tests that China's using now. Yeah. We only use top dollar domestically produced tests now. And that was from a medical professional. Yeah. And what really drove it home for me was when we got this alarming email and I won't name anybody, but yeah, someone as a coach from an Olympic team, Yeah. his athletes are training in China right now. Yeah. Okay. And one of them just came down with COVID in a yeah. zero case area. Yeah. He didn't go there with it. He came mm-hmm. down with COVID and tested positive in a zero case area. Yeah, the, the training. reason he contacted us is because my wife is a doctor mm-hmm. and he had photos of uh, the medicine that they were going to give his athlete. Yeah. Yeah. And he needed to translate it because no right. one there could translate it for him and he needed to find out. Sure. So this is some this is a subscriber who's reached out to us that we know and can confirm that somebody's caught COVID within China. Mm-hmm. We have these other situations where people are now leaving China to go to their home countries like Taiwan mm. and South Korea, and they're 
testing positive, which shows you that there are still active COVID cases within China, even though China constantly says that they don't have any. Right. Right. They're constantly saying this. It's a bunch of bollocks. And okay, do you remember when the whole COVID thing broke out and China um, knew that there was a problem? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go through the cover up stuff. I'm going to talk about a different aspect here. Um, The rest of the world offered aid. Yeah. Lots of different countries sent. We we offered yeah, aid. Sent PPE, you know, yeah. personal protective equipment. They sent drugs. They offer, sent sent, sent a lot of support towards China. But China actually, um, if you do a little research into this, China asked a lot of these countries to keep those donations quiet on the download because mm. they didn't want to lose face. Right. They didn't want to, you know, the rest of the world to see that they weren't prepared for something like this. But then when the pandemic was released into the rest of the world and suddenly all these other countries that had sent all of their stuff like Australia and whatever had sent all of this stuff and they didn't have enough for themselves who was trumpeting their horn about helping donate China they were like oh yeah look at how great we are we're going to send but you have to take a photo with this shipment yes and yeah. like thank that and have the Chinese these, flag the and same the same it. piece of <laughs> shit government that was like I'll just keep it on the down low you know we don't yeah, want to yeah, be embarrassed yeah. and then as soon as the, it's their turn right. and they send faulty equipment first of right. all and they're like you better thank us yeah, look at how great Chinese we are anymore. you know yeah it's so it's kind of silly so mm. Anyway, to go back to this Qingdao thing, they yeah. use this opportunity. They're like, we've had 5 million tourists. 5 million tourists, by the way. Yeah, during the National Day. During the National Day holiday in Qingdao. Qingdao, yeah. So, so let's do some mass testing. Let me show yeah. you what mass testing looks like, guys. Yeah, let's look at the mass it's testing. Not, it's not this Wall Street Journal. Yeah, look at, our, look at this. Yeah. This is, this is, this is mass testing. There is up close and personal, looks like any line in China. Mm-hmm. Pushing, shoving, trying to get in there. This guy's not even have doesn't even have his mask on. Yeah. You're talking about, and this is just one line. Go back here. You're talking about just huge swaths of people. By the way, they didn't test nine million people. No, huge swaths of people jostling for an opportunity to get their free test. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is how you get coronavirus. Do you understand? Yeah. So the propaganda for these slick photos that you're seeing, yeah. this is the reality of absolutely. The and look, again, I'm pretty sure. They didn't have a choice. They had to be tested. Sure. You know, just like they did with the green QR code mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. If you're now a Qingdao resident, you probably had no choice. You have to go and get tested and get your little mm. check mark on your app or whatever. Otherwise, you wouldn't be allowed to just, you know, participate in society as usual. Correct. So everyone has to be tested. And this is how it goes. It's a big mad it's rush. It's a testing that increases this COVID. Is, yeah, this is a breeding ground. If anyone in that crowd has COVID, I'm sorry to say, but now you're touching everybody what are the chances of it spreading? Massive. Yeah. This is not... And this is for hours of close proximity contact yeah, yeah. with thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of people doing this. Yeah. So, you know, they have this slick propaganda that, oh, we got so many tested in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you did get a lot of people tested, but look at the disgusting This conditions. is the reality of it. These are the conditions under which people were tested. So I have a quote mm-hmm. uh, from a doctor. Yeah. Um, there is a, sorry, a WeChat group in Qingdao, mm-hmm. um, who was involved, who had to go get tested. Yeah. Sorry. And they were observing the doctors when they got tested and they said, you know what? When we got tested, the testers are not even changing gloves when testing a new person. Yeah. We know this is true because yeah. there's no soap in the hospitals in China. <laughs> yeah. There's no hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. And when you get your blood taken, yeah. when this is, you have to have a yearly checkup. Yeah, yeah for sure. We've, I've done this 10 times. I yeah. have to do it every year. 
They take out, they're not wearing gloves, they don't wash their hands, they don't use no. hand sanitizer, and then they take my blood. There's not, there's no, no sanitization. I got a tetanus injection. Um, there's, it's on my channel yeah. where I got a tetanus injection, and I filmed myself getting a tetanus injection. The nurse did not wear gloves. Nope. She just grabbed my arm and yep. injected that's me with a tetanus injection. Because that's how it works. Yeah. And these are the best. These are the best ones. I was in the foreign specialist hospital. Mm. Yeah. Filthy as shit. Looked like a pig farm <laughs> in there. Shit all yeah. over the floors. Mm. Literally. Mm. There's no toilet paper in the toilet. Is that the one in Hong Kong? In Shenzhen or in Huizhou? In Huizhou. But okay, also, yeah. I, went Huizhou to the worse. I went to the Guangzhou one. Mm. It doesn't matter. They're all shit. <laughs> yeah. They're all garbage. They're all absolutely filthy because it doesn't matter if they're like clean, like the cleaners coming down the floor. There is nothing to sanitize anyone. Sure. It's a breeding ground for viruses. Guys, you know, a lot of people will try to call us out. Oh, there's no soap. Guess what? There is no soap or hand sanitizer in the hospitals, in the bathrooms and stuff. And there's a reason for this. It's the same reason why there's no toilet paper. Right. It's because of grab hags and grab haggery. Right. If you leave a soap dispenser, anything free in China, you get a certain demographic of the last generation, you know, the sort yep. of middle-aged, older women and men will come in there with a container and empty it all out. One sure. person will take it. Sure. This is the way it is. We're not making this up. If you go and look at my Instagram from last week, you will see I had grab hag week and each day was another grab hag yeah. clip of just people grabbing, grabbing, grabbing. That's what happens and that's why you don't get soap dispensers and hand sanitizer dispensers in the hospitals in China because it would just all disappear. So mm. people either have to ask for it and get like a uh, one serving, you know, of soap for that one person or you have to bring your own. And that's why people carry around bags of tissues everywhere they go because right. there's no toilet paper in the public toilets in China. Correct. It is true. So don't try to call us out on that. Go look for yourself. I'll, I'll just read this guy, Giant yeah. Stack. He says, in Beijing, when I got blood tests at a public hospital, you'd have the lady taking blood from multiple people without washing her hands. And yeah. that's very true. I We actually had a guy, he was in Chengdu. He was showing that there was like some soap or hand sanitizer. Post-pandemic, yeah, I shouldn't say post. Mid-pandemic, there are there's more. You're you're more apt to find hand sanitizer in, sure. in hospitals and stuff. We're talking about everything leading up to this, right? Yeah, and in the majority still. Yeah. Right? Um, anyway, just talking about this, like the CCP virus is a really miraculous thing. It is. If you can have this sort of testing like procedure, yeah. this many people coming together for this propaganda piece and not spreading the virus and, and the fact that it's fully been eradicated. Meanwhile, go to Taiwan. Why don't you skip forward to the next little slide? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Taiwan, unlike China, doesn't. Uh, it has a transparent democracy with checks and balances and actually yes. reports things, despite yep. not being allowed in the WHO, even mm. though they were one of the first countries to find out yeah. and shut down and literally go in lockdown and make sure that this wasn't allowed to well, spread. Well, look, look how it helped them. China... It's, it's so funny. It's just so funny. Mm -hmm. China really screwed themselves over on this one. In Taiwan, they got a lucky break. On uh, yeah, this when one. they did that like travel ban. Yeah, they did a travel ban for it to basically punish China for it, being chi dicks. China, yeah, China. No, China loves to do this. Yes, the Chinese government, I right. should say. If they're unhappy with the country, okay, mm -hmm. let's just say I don't know. There's a an advert that uses Tiananmen Square footage or something, right? Mm. And that advert gets posted by, um, I don't know, a French firm. Mm. All of a sudden, they'll start to threaten France and say, if you do not, uh, you know, take that down, or if you try to do anything like this, or if you do not apologize, we will boycott France. We will not allow our tourists to go to France, right? Because everybody knows that Chinese tourists bring a lot of money with them. Okay, it's lucrative. Right. 
um, they bring a lot of other nonsense with them too. But money is one of the things everybody puts up with the nonsense because, you know, money is there. So um, Taiwan said something or was doing something that China didn't like at the time. So they put a travel ban for their own citizens and said that you may not travel to Taiwan as a punishment to Taiwan. Remember, they were like, yeah. let's boycott Taiwan. Right. And that happened just before the pandemic. And I'm guessing Taiwan is could never have been happier for that boycott. <laughs> I know. It you was know amazing because I mean? like 21 mm. total cases. Mm. Right. Yeah. And the, it's I'm pretty jealous, to be honest, because yeah. like we've got friends screwed. there, you know, we're screwed right now yeah. in America. Mm. Like we can barely do anything if we're responsible. Mm. Yeah. I mean, look, people aren't taking it very seriously in a lot of areas. In but some like, areas, yeah. We can't just go and chill out and have a no. beer at a bar no. or go to a restaurant, take our families out. Our friends to a restaurant. in Taiwan are yeah. just chilling out, having yeah. fun. In Taiwan, like, <laughs> people are just having a normal life. And that's because, yeah. first of all, they didn't have that influx of Chinese tourists or Chinese travelers into Taiwan to spread the pandemic in the first place. Right. Like they did around the rest of the world. Right. But second of all, they've got very good testing and they've been very transparent about it. They didn't try to hide it or do anything weird. Correct. They've taken they everybody should always look to Taiwan as the, the shining example of how to deal with this kind of pandemic yeah, in the future. For sure. Agreed. Anyway, and I allow think... Allow them in the WHO, please. Yes. I think um, it's time for us to do our um, super, chats. super chats before sure. we move on. Um, cool. Ultima Mike, uh, does CCP Pleasure Squad influence foreign leaders? I couldn't tell you that, like, point blank, but the it's different than the pleasure squad in north korea and that they have like teams of women that from birth are like basically trained yeah. they do they have that mm. in north oh, but korea. the honey traps are have and always have been a big part of uh, in china know, yeah with brothels spies. and no i'm saying you, you and... can actually look there have been a couple of very high profile cases where uh chinese honey traps have been set up against u.s politicians and right, stuff. right go look right. it up it definitely True. happens all the time so mm. yes i just don't wouldn't call it a pleasure squad no 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 just a um, state-sponsored, uh, you know, spy operation, really. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Jan Fosca, you got to understand China. Your yeah, you got to understand China. Your yeah. podcasts and channels do that. Keep mm -hmm. it up. Love all this and being part of the conversation. Cheers mm -hmm. from Lockdown Czechia. Uh, drink hot water. <laughs> nice. Yes, very cool. Thanks, bro. Um, Jan Fosca also said, uh, see milk... Your interview with, holy crap, sorry. Your interview with Yemi Park was brilliant. Please do more. What an amazing story in person. I've subscribed to her channel. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah, it was It was a lot of, I wouldn't say fun because it was traumatizing talk for her, probably for her to talk about a lot of that kind of stuff. But it was yeah. very uh, rewarding to educate people on North Korea. Right. Uh, Edward Berry. Have you ever watched Harold Balder? Yes, we have. Actually, he mentioned me a couple of times as an inspiration way back in the day. I think he was watching my videos at and uh, That's he, cool. he mentioned me as an inspiration for starting what he did, but he became wildly popular. That's awesome. Yeah, it's or great. Gabriel Traveler, they're very extreme hardcore travel vloggers like you, Insanity Law. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't call us hardcore. Not anymore. Um, we'll definitely get back into it, though. Yeah, when sure. the COVID thing's over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Chen, beer money. You guys drinking again? Soon. Uh, sober soon. October. Sober October. Soon, soon. Thank you. We'll Thank you. put we'll that put aside. It, yeah, we'll yeah. put it in the fund, in the jar. Mm. Thank you. So, so we're too fat. We're not allowed to drink yet. Yet. No, yet. We soon. are. We're too Very fat. soon. Very soon. I'm just trying to shame ourselves so we can have inspiration. Yeah. Call us fat in the chat. Put on the pandemic um, pounds. Yeah, we did. So sorry, JPN. Mm. I say we repatriate all Hong Kongers that want to come to the West, US, UK, Canada. And in return, we deport all SJWs to China since they like communism ideals. Fair trade now. Mm. Um, I don't think we should deport anyone, but I do think it's absolutely awesome idea to let Hong Kong people give them a place to go because Hong Kong is now mm -hmm. literally a, a vassal state. Actually, it's just part of mainland China. Now yeah, you basically much. can 
You, you, they've lost most of their freedoms. Yeah, all well, the freedoms are lost. And if you say the wrong thing, you're just arrested now. Or if you try to hold up a protest sign or whatever, you can just sure. be arrested. It's not. It's not good. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'll do one more. Jonathan Lau, hope all. Hi, hope all is fine. You haven't really talked much about religion. I just want to know your views on religion and religious believers. Thanks. Religion's great. I grew up Catholic. Um, still, still, still a Catholic boy myself. Um, mm -hmm. Other than that, I mean, like, I feel like people should have the absolute freedom to believe in what they want. Yeah, I'm just very open-minded. I yeah. believe that uh, people are entitled to whatever religion they want to follow, and I like mm -hmm. to look at all. I'm, I'm not personally religious, but I like to look at all different religions. And take the good from each one. Sure. You know. Anyway, uh, let's move on to worldview. This is where we talk about things around the world, specifically to do with China most of the time. Um, most of the time. Yeah. So the first thing we're going to talk about here, uh, I'd like you to, um, to set this up for us. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you know, whenever we pull up a tweet, it's going to be something real bad. <laughs> I freaking hate Can I say I hate Twitter? Yeah, Twitter's just It's such a shithole, awful piece of garbage place to be. Yep. It's like if you want to feel angry or sad, just look at just it. Just go on Twitter. Yeah. And the people that like, uh, never mind. Anyway, yeah. China loves Twitter. So that's kind of ironic yeah. that it's blocked there. But I, I feel like it's a perfect place for them, for yeah. the Chinese government. Yeah. Um, so this is what happened. Mm. Uh, the U.S. administration basically labeled a bunch of Chinese news outlets as foreign, what are they called? Foreign missions. Foreign missions, yeah. Meaning that they are directly affiliated with a foreign government. In order to promote said, mm -hmm. let's say propaganda, right? Because there is no free press or independent press in China. No. It's all state-based. So, yeah. so basically, it's harder for them to hire people because, like, hire people to get people over on visas. Because what it is, is is promoting a different nation's propaganda within yeah. a different country. Yeah. They're still allowed to operate. Yeah. All all Chinese media from mainland China, all of it is state-run, and all of it is owned by the CCP, the Communist yep. Party of China, and all of it has to go through their censorship board. Sure. So every every Chinese media outlet from mainland China, yes. I should say, yeah. is a foreign mission. Yes. Now, they've just labeled some more of them. Itai yes. um, Global, absolutely. Jiefeng mm -hmm. Daily, yup. Xinmin mm -hmm. Evening News, yup. Social Sciences China Press, yup. Beijing Review, yeah. Economic Daily, yeah. yeah. All of those are CCP mouthpieces. Yeah, so they just basically spout CCP propaganda. You, yeah, you don't mm. need to, like, if you want to go read Chinese news from the communist China's mouthpiece, like their perspective, just, just pick one. Anyone. It's <laughs> it all doesn't the same. matter. Yeah. You know, you'll have, like, a slightly different flavor on it, but yeah. it's all the same stories. Anyway, China hit back with the most hypocritical... Can you please read this? It says, okay, the... U.S. has gone too far. The move will further poison working environment of media outlets in each other's country. In each other's country. As long as China media outlets suffer actual harm. What? Suffer actual harm. Beijing will definitely retaliate. And U.S. media outlets operation in Hong Kong could be included in retaliation list. There we go. More threats. Get bent. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously, go, go F off. Yeah. You absolute child. Yes. I mean, obviously, I'm, he's speaking on behalf of, of yeah. China. Yeah, well, look. This, uh, Chinese state-affiliated yeah. media. Yeah, is <laughs> Even China has to label state-affiliated media. Listen, mm. those companies are still allowed. There's literally CCP mouthpieces yes. that, are, that celebrate and promote atrocities of, of, of human rights abuses yes. are allowed to operate within the U.S., but they're, they need to be labeled as foreign missions. That's all, yeah. They are whining when you can't even operate as a journalist in China. No. You cannot operate as a journalist You anymore. cannot step outside your office with a camera 
and go on the street. You're effed. You're absolutely effed. You'll have minders around you. They will literally block you from doing anything. Yeah. All Australian delete journalists your are gone. Yeah, they'll delete your footage. Yeah. You cannot do journalism in China. So stop lying to the world because what happened is this Associated Press article, mm -hmm. if you read, I, I hate this. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what this is, this guy that wrote this, right? Yeah. It says a Matthew Lee, a diplomatic writer. The Trump administration is hitting Chinese media outlets in the U.S. with new restrictions, a move that will further foment tensions in an already deteriorating ties between the two It's largest... already deteriorated. China has already blocked and, you know, all Western media. You cannot, as like New York Post or whatever, you have an office in, in Beijing or something, but all you can do is sit in your office and you can't say what you want either. If you no. say... Anything that goes against Chinese censorship, they, sh they shut you down. Right. There is no freedom of press in China. Foreign journalists cannot just go and report on whatever. But you are Chinese being watched journalists 24 can. 7. Yeah. yeah, Chinese journalists in the US can. Right. They can go and say what they want about Trump or about the government whatever, here. Anything. They can say whatever the hell they want. They're not censored by the US they're government. They're showing up at all the protests, they're showing yeah. up at everything, anything that happens in America, and they're reporting on it. I, I, I'd like to segue a little bit away sure. from this, if you don't mind. Let's talk about Fiji. Mm -hmm. Okay, we all know Fiji is a little island nation there, um, mm -hmm. where I'm going to talk about that soon, how China destroyed the environment there a little bit. But Taiwan is still recognized by Fiji. And yeah, as, still, as China. Yeah, as, you know, as, a, as a legitimate country. Whereas, you know, China hates this idea. Sure. Fiji... One of, one of the few countries. One left. of the very, very few, yeah. Um, so Taiwan was having its big, um, you know, anniversary celebration. 109th yeah. year, yeah. This is the 109th year of Taiwan. They had a big cake with a Taiwanese flag on it, and they're having this big thing. Chinese, mainland Chinese diplomats came in there and started taking photos of the guests, because this is what they love to do. This is what they do here in the U.S., Whenever the university students are having like a free Hong Kong protest or whatever, the local um, either diplomats or people tied to the diplomats or nationalists or Wumaos go and they take photos. Right. Okay, because this is how the CCP operates. If they take photos of guests that have gone to this event that they don't approve of, then they do research, they dox them, they find out who their family is, and then they intimidate their family and they try to do all these underhanded tactics to stop these people from in supporting Taiwan. Yeah, in foreign countries. And that's why, you know, when these students have their protests here and stuff, they have to wear masks and stuff. Well, they have to do it now anyway. But, you know, the thing yeah. is, um, they love to come and take photos to use as blackmail, to use as doxing material, to go and harass these people and control them. So anyway, two Chinese diplomats came to the venue, and it was in a big hotel, start taking photos of guests. So the Taiwanese diplomats... Some Taiwanese diplomats asked them to leave, um, or the staff there, Taiwanese staff. And these two, these two Chinese diplomats started to attack them physically and actually <laughs> gave one of them concussion. One of the Taiwanese people had to end up in the hospital. And so when um, the, the Taiwanese embassy complained about this, suddenly the, Chi the Chinese, the mainland Chinese embassy was like, no, those were our diplomats were doing diplomatic um, duties in the public area there. And actually, the Taiwanese people beat us up more, you know, <laughs> like little children. It's bizarre. It's so sad. It's dumb, okay? These childish, disgusting, blackmailing, underhanded pieces of crap diplomats. Wolf crashing. wankers, dude. Wolf yeah, wankers. wolf wankers. Gate crashing a party that's not theirs, you know, and trying to claim that, you know, Taiwan's doing something illegal or something like yeah, that. In a country that recognizes Yeah. Them. It's just bizarre. And this is the kind of mindset that we're dealing with here, guys. This is the kind of rubbish 
that we're dealing with. Why? How anyone takes the Communist Party of China seriously, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something else that's just a little sure. bit... This um, is our last piece. Yeah, it's the last thing for, the, for today. Um, I have a Hong Kong PlayStation account because, <clears throat> you know... First of all, when I got my PlayStation in China, I couldn't buy it in China. Mm -hmm. I had to buy it in Hong Kong. But this is before they allowed them to be sold. Because remember, there was a console ban. Sure. So when I got my PlayStation 3 or whatever. I, I bought my PS3 illegally in China. Oh, yeah. Smuggled across. Yeah, there I we did. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bought a lot of consoles mm -hmm. that were just from Korea, whatever, smuggled in there. Anyway, so I had to set up an account. And at the time, the PlayStation Network wasn't allowed in China. No, that's okay. correct. So I had to set up a Hong Kong PlayStation mm -hmm. Network account. And so that way I could buy games and play games and go online. We both did. Do you remember that? We can never, we can never get it to work fast enough no. over the VPN to be able yeah. to play with each yeah, other. Yeah, we could never we could never actually play <laughs> we, online. We, we used to play Gran Turismo all the time. We bought yeah. it. We're like, yes, we could race against each other. We sure. could never do it. Exactly. Anyway, so then finally China officially allowed PlayStation, the PlayStation 4 to be released in China and Xbox One. With a very limited yeah. set of games. Hugely limited set of games. <laughs> like the like, shittest games yeah, ever. Absolute crap games that, you know, just suck anyway. And, you know, there's probably, there was like less than 10 or something. Anyway, so they, obviously it's improved since then. But now, because the CCP is terrified absolutely terrified that this is a hole through their censorship mm. because if you're playing online with someone you can use voice chat right yes and you can say you know free tibet or something mm. they are terrified of that they do not want any kind of well, ideas wait, the communist party of china always says china is a peaceful nation that wants to be part of the global network <laughs> yeah, of the world well, no, absolutely. Uh, we just block every communication yeah. device yeah exactly so they're they're terrified of you know ideas other than the ccp's ideas entering the minds of the populace okay so what do they do they tell playstation if you do not put this in your terms of service we're canceling you mm. that's what they always do but let's let's read these okay this is in the official end user license agreement you know the eula that nobody ever reads but if you do read the one for playstation network in china or hong sorry hong kong not hong even kong china, china take a look what it says Oppose so you may not use your account or PS use PSN in any way to recreate or to create, reproduce, publish, or disseminate any of the following any of the information which opposes the basic principles in the Constitution of the People's Republic of China. By the way, the Constitution of the People's Republic of China guarantees uh, religious freedom, and you're not allowed so to persecute religion. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, garbage Constitution. Yeah, it's, it's a as fake as the GDP numbers. <laughs> Endangers the security of the PRC, divulges PRC state state secrets, or jeopardizes sovereignty and unification of the PRC. You can continue. Damages the honor and interests of the PRC. Damages the honor. <laughs> the honor. I, I just got to say, what is what, this? So you're not allowed to say anything that damages the honor of the uh, and interests of the POC. So if you said something like, "I dislike the color of the flag or the design of the flag," that's, you could get into re yeah. real trouble. That's Sony basically saying we're going to rat you out to the government. Yeah, either that or you get your or PSN you get your, cut, you know, your yeah. account shut down, sure. all that kind of stuff. You'll probably be well. You they have to report you. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay, the next thing they say is violates PRC policies on religion or propagates. Wait, wait, wait. Hearsays or superstition? So the Constitution guarantees freedom of religion, but they have policies on religion. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Disseminates rumors, disrupts <laughs> social order, or undermines social stability. This is the one they get everyone on. Dude, it's the, it's the blanket one. Yeah. Can you not 
literally you can read this yeah. and understand the priorities of the Chinese government. You can understand this better than anything you'll ever read, yeah. this document. I mean, this whole thing about disrupting social order, that's what they, if ever they don't like someone, they want right. to disappear someone, they want somebody to be deported or whatever, that's what they choose. Right. He uh, disrupted social order. Right. And that can mean anything. Anything. That can mean, oh, you painted your fingernail. Right. And it, it, we don't like that. So right. guess what? You disrupted social order. Right. Now you go to jail. Um, disseminates obscenity, pornography, gambling, violence, or instigates others to commit, commit crime. See, this is like the only one that might be in line yeah. with other ones. But you yeah. see the, what the priority is here. Yeah, exactly. It's like, don't F with the Communist Party of China. Yeah. Is prohibited by... PRC laws, administrative regulations, and other provisions. Now, this is the important part at the bottom. Yeah. It says Sony Interactive Entertainment, PlayStation Network Terms of Service User, user Agreement, Hong Kong, which yeah. has a different legal system than yeah. China, right? But it says Community Code of Contact for Users Within China Mainland. As countries. So now what you're seeing is all of these laws on the PSN pertain to people in Hong Kong, even though it says China's mainland. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's just a disturbing, it's a disturbing set of events. Right. It's awful. So guys, you know, uh, we have to really keep our eye on what China's doing. That's what we're here for. We're here to educate you on Please this. Please join us. And, like, um, we can't be alone in this. No, absolutely. <laughs> this but bullshit. It, it's quite ridiculous how much the PRC is infiltrating into our lives and every aspect of mm. our lives. And we just don't know about it. We're not talking about it. No one... You know, and no one has the courage to stand up to them because they're afraid of their blackmailing techniques. They're afraid yeah. of being called racist. They're afraid of all this nonsense. We have to stand against this. Sure. And I mean, China's the, the Chinese government's laughing at this whole, like, everyone's busy with this partisan thing right now. Mm. Everyone's lost in the election. Yeah. They're like, ask, let China do their thing. It's whatever, you know? And China's mm. just like, all right, we'll do whatever we want then. Yeah. While um, you're all busy, like, bickering over things. Yeah. And uh, the the... Basically, our entire planet's being destroyed underneath yep. our noses, and uh, nobody says a damn thing about it. And it's really annoying me. Anyway, it's time for our Q and A section. This is where we answer your questions, and you question our answers. Correct. So, uh, what do we got? I forgot. PPP Peter, African blogs. I highly suggest. Thank you, Edward Barry. I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah Johnson, Muns for the Juice, or something till you're both well enough to crack open a silver blue mountain and imbibe Ooh, the gods. I can't wait. Gods. I get, can't wait. Get up the amazing river. Jeremiah. I can guarantee you. We will use that for beer, but I can guarantee you it will not be for Coors Light. As I don't my know. First beer. Well, for you, yeah. He knows that we yeah, delineate yeah, yeah. what we drink. Sure. <laughs> um, Speeder, what happened to your about after your fight in Vietnam? Uh, we we already discussed is. that. Yeah. Miss um, Soy Sauce, thanks for covering the truth and keeping us in the know about what's really going on. And Absolute thank you. That's very generous. Yeah. I really appreciate that, Miss Soy Sauce. If I hope it's not Ms Soy Sauce, because <laughs> uh, then I just called you a Miss. I apologize <laughs> yeah. if that's the case. Yeah. Deon Chapman, beer and car parts money. The car parts money makes a little bit more sense. Uh, go check out Worthless Whips. We just uh, we've got a new two new vehicles in the stable. Kind check of funny, out. yeah. If you um, don't know, we have a car channel where we fix old cars and other. Yeah, it's cool called stuff. Worthless Whips. Mm -hmm. Just Google that. Uh, Ifan Pond, very generous. Thank you so much. Mm. Was calling my family the other day, and my grandma genuinely wanted me back home because the radio says U.S. is still in COVID hell. 
How the CCP's lies put mental pressure on a 70-year-old is appalling, which just made your guys' job so admirable. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. It, it is awful. It sucks. And, you know, a lot of people who um, are championing the CCP keep going on about, like, how the West is so anti-China. Guess what? The CCP's anti-West, like you won't believe. Way worse. There's no balance to it. It's just right. all negative about the West. It's all negative about the USA. Nothing positive. At least here in the United States and other countries... When people talk about China, they at least have some sort of balance. They are at least a little bit politi politically correct when they report on these things. Right. But in China, it's open season. Racism abounds in their reports. Just disgusting, absolute lies and portrayals of the West in the, in the Chinese media. Because we can read Chinese. We understand Chinese. And when you see it, it's appalling. The yeah. kind of lies that are being put out there about the West. Sure. You know, so just... Please remember that it's not a one-sided thing. It's both sides. And what's good for the goose is good for the gander is what I'm trying to say there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mike the Raptor says cheers. And Sweet. random person, thank you very much. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. It was a jam-packed, a lot of information yeah. in this yeah. episode. Hope you guys could keep up. We barely did. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll see in a couple weeks. Uh, but you got a video. I had a video yesterday about um, why the, the term anti-China is weaponized yes. by the CCP yes. and why it's lost all its meaning and it's their fault. Yeah. Um, and I highly recommend you check that out. I went on a bit of an angry rant. You tomorrow have a video about what? Oh, I'm going to basically be uh, talking about Huawei. We okay. all know Huawei, right? Huawei. Yeah, and uh, how Huawei's actually never invented anything. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to talk about it a little bit openly. It's going to be a live stream. So please join me for a little bit of fun. It's it's not going to be too serious. It's going to be kind of fun just looking at some of the ridiculous knockoffs and things um, sure. that I've come across in China. Because don't forget, that was my thing. I love technology. And I used to live right next to Huajian Bay and go through Huajian Bay and look at all the knockoffs. And so it's kind of going to be a fun one. So join me for that. We'll cool. have a conversation. And we'll see you on Monday. Um, if you guys mm. saw the fight video where we fought in Vietnam, the actual topic is supposed to be about uh, families. Yeah. And we actually talk about that in the coming episode. Yeah, so yeah, don't yeah. worry. Yeah, That's absolutely. there. And then go check out Worthless Web Star Car channel as well. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Hope you have a wonderful evening. 